How are you, how are you doing so far? Have you are you convinced that every thought is a lie? You convinced now? Well, you're on your way then. If if you're convinced of that, you can believe know that everyone is lying. There's nothing can stop you. That's good. <laughs> hey y'all. Okay, good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. You can get involved by going to our uh, online chat line and uh, whatever your questions, comments are, I can get to them. And happy Mother's Day, by the way, to all of the mothers around the world. And today we have a Mother's Day song for you by Eric. Something special for the mothers. This is Eric. Eric, hit it, Eric. Tuesday. 
Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you for having me. All right. And happy Mother's Day to all the ladies here. All the ladies in the house. <laughs> happy Mother's Day. You're welcome. <laughs> Do we have any mothers here? Oh, amazing. How many kids you have? Three. And how many do you have? Two. Amazing. Well, happy Mother's Day. Um, I really appreciate the song for the mothers here. Thank you, man. Uh, whenever you're in town, let me know so you can play some more. All right? Thank you. Lots of stuff going on. Anybody have any questions or anything you want to bring up first? Right here. <clears throat> it is Mother Day. Morning. Morning, sir. So, uh, in one of your past videos, uh, you said, if it's from God, you won't feel any conflict at all. Right. So I just wanted to uh, you to go into that a little bit more and and so is that to say like when you're going through life if you feel any kind of thing disturbing your inner peace within then it's not from God right so God is love so He can't make you feel bad so love you is, have you ever had love yeah did it make you feel bad no. Well, I mean, unless it was a fight or something, I guess. <laughs> no, God can't make you have conflict. So, I mean, he do what he want, but he won't because he ha- he's all love all the time. So whenever you're, like, living your life, whenever you're going your day-to-day, you should just, if you feel, like, a spurt of, like, oh, maybe, like, it's disturbing your peace or whatever, disturbing, right. then you know immediately, like, this is not from God. right. And you should say that, you know, just... You, you drifted, you believed into a thought and then see the thought coming. You think, you feel, and you act. So you're saying that you should be at peace always, then? Always. And if there's Christ any... that we should have peace always. And if there's any little bit of conflict coming against that peace, then you know it is not God's will, it's not what you're supposed to be doing. It's not from God. And you need to get rid of whatever that is. You or come go away from the it. thought. And it'll pass. You can't get rid of it yourself. You just need to become aware of it. Mm-hmm. And, and it'll pass by itself. Don't put up a fight against it because if you do, it will overtake you. It's a spirit. Yeah. And of ourselves, we can do nothing. I've uh, talked to a couple of people about this, and they don't, they don't agree. Some, a pastor I talked about it, he said he didn't agree, you know. Well, let him suffer and die. <laughs> A lot of pastors it's, don't know. It sounds right. It, it, I mean... And God said, bring every thought into captivity. Yeah. Every thought. There's never a reason to believe a thought because they're all lies. So you should just be walking on clouds. You should just be enjoying your life 100%. Right. Just 100%. At unending peace. And if there's something coming, a conflict, just say nope. And just... I don't know. Go back to God. Just be aware. That's yeah, all you do. Just be aware. Yeah. All you have to do is be aware. You can't fight against this at all. Yeah. Put up no fight. Cool. That makes sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. Are you convinced that every thought is a lie? Yeah. Are you convinced of that? Yeah. Okay. Are you sure? Even the good ones that build you up. 
There are no they, are, they are good. They there are is nice no such thing nice, as a good one. They're nice sometimes. There's no such thing as a good one. Yeah. But, it's uh, like going to the bar. Yeah. And you think you met a woman. Uh-huh. And when you get home as a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thoughts of those good ones are like that. Mm-hmm. Very deceptive. So just be. Just be. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Is it hard to just be? Nah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good question. Anybody else? Oh, okay. Over here. The young lady and then the young man. Um, that's a good question, man. Just be, just watch those thoughts. It's amazing. Yes, ma'am. So going for what he said, um, so you're saying that God doesn't test you at times. He doesn't put you, give you uh, heart situations for you to overcome them. No. That might not be. He'll allow you to go through it if that's what it's going to take for you to wake up. Okay. But he, he doesn't need to test you. He doesn't test you. He already know if you're going to fail or make it. So why would he test you? Okay. Thank you. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever, you've been told that God tests you sometimes? Yeah, like that situations you're going through are just, you know, being brought to you because you need to overcome them and you have to, you're, you know, that God wouldn't give you something that you couldn't handle, like things like that I've heard. Right, he'll allow you to go through it so you can wake up, so you can grow if you're not paying attention to the light that's in you. He will allow you to suffer. Okay. In order to cry out. That's why uh, parents should get in the way of, Adult children suffer, not even little children. Let them suffer so that they'll wake up. Because some people have hard heads. Yeah. And they need, you know, they need to suffer. Okay. Are you convinced all thoughts are lies? I am convinced. Um, I mean, it is difficult sometimes to not go with the thoughts because they, you know, sometimes it's like they are so real and. They give you all these you know, feelings and emotions. And, yeah. But I, I know, like, in the back of my head that they are lies. And Yeah. yeah I just, it's amazing how they can come up on you yeah. and make you feel something. And you just think that it's real. It just seems real. You think it and you feel it. And sometimes it sounds like you, mm-hmm. but it's all lies. And when you doubt them, you're changing. Your life is changing from within. It's so amazing how that is. So just... Be aware. Just watch them coming and going. All right? That's all you have to do. Joe, can I borrow you for a minute? Sure. Come here for a minute. Everybody know Joe L? <laughs> he was fired by James. <laughs> uh, so just walk across here for a minute and back real slow. So this is how you do it with the thought. Just watch him. Just watch it. No opinion about it. It doesn't matter that he looked like he's going to work or instead of church. See, <laughs> Satan trying to make you see all that? Just let it pass. He'll try to talk to you to get you to judge him, to believe him. Yeah. Just let it pass. All right? He may say, come back here. <laughs> Watch this homeless person. <laughs> You have a, a pot thing on your shirt? No. Oh, I thought it was a pot weed. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense? Just watch them come and go. Yeah. And the more you watch them, the further they get away from you. 
and your mind is being renewed, your heart is being renewed, your life is changing. It's just changing by itself. Okay. Right? Yeah, I do notice the judgment. It's like, at the end of the day, I'm like, when I'm doing the silent prayer, it's like, wow, I've judged so many people without even thinking, but it's not me. It's yeah. just That's right. Yeah. Even when it says, you have judged so many people, don't believe that either. He's just trying to bring some guilt upon you. Yeah. Do something, make you overreact to something. Very good. Uh, G. I have two questions that kind of go together. <clears throat> what does it mean when it says in the Bible that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak? And also, what does it mean to walk in the spirit? Uh, to walk in the spirit, to be aware. That's what we just finished talking about. To, to walk in the presence of God, not in the so-called past, not in the future, but in his presence. Be aware of him. <clears throat> to be, excuse me. To be aware of him. And what was the other question? Oh, uh, the, uh, the spirit is, the spirit, willing, but the the spirit is weak. weak. Uh, as you wake up, God's spirit, which is your nature too, apart your you like your um, chip off the old block. You in His image, it becomes stronger, and it will control the flesh. But if you're not aware of God, if you haven't been born again, the flesh will make control you. It will make you do things you don't want to do through believing those lies. But the spirit controls the flesh once you awake. As a matter of fact, Satan is controlling the flesh. That's why he made you do those things that you wouldn't ordinarily do. I see what you're saying. Because, you know, sometimes when people are debating, they're like, well, I still sin because the, the flesh is, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. But I, I see what yeah, you're they saying. Yeah, like the flesh has its own life. It doesn't have its own life. It's the spirit inside that controls the flesh one way or another. Yeah. Good question, G. Do you still listen to your thoughts? Yeah. No. You don't listen to any at all? Sometimes they shout at me and scream at me, and I hear them, but I don't... You don't obey any at all? No. Oh, good, man. All right. Yeah. Then you are convinced then. Doing the silent prayer morning and night, too. Yeah. 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 One thing I I do want to say is that God doesn't put guilt upon you either. You know how you go through life and you do certain things, and especially when you're a Christian, and you say, I'm never going to do that again. And before you can leave here, you're smoking the pot driving home, right? You say, I'm never going to smoke anymore. And then once you smoke it, uh, it's Satan who convinced you to smoke. And then once you smoke it, he caused you to judge yourself. Or you lie. You said you're a Christian. Now you smoke the pot. Now you feel badly about it because you believe that lie and you think that's from God. It is not from God. I was talking to a young lady this, this weekend that I met. She's in her 20s and she tried to hang herself with a rope. She put a rope around her neck to hang herself and kill herself. And that didn't work. And so she put a belt around her neck to kill herself. And that didn't work, so she took pills to try to kill herself, and that didn't work. I'm like, you're the hardest person on earth to die. And then I asked her why, why was she trying to kill herself? And it was very, very hard for her to tell me what she had gone through growing up. And it was extremely hard. She just could hardly get it out. And she said that I'm the first person she told about what she's been going through. 
she had not even told her father or her mother. And her father is a preacher and her mother is the first lady of the church. And I said, so why do you tell your parents? Because the father want her to be like her older sister. The father, she said, was always telling her, you need to be like your older sister because she rebelled and the older sister conformed. And so she was thinking that her older sister was better than her, not realizing that her sister could not handle it, the pressure that come from the parents and stuff. So she caved in and gave into it where the other one, this, she rebelled. And it was so hard on her, and she finally got it out. And I said, oh, that's nothing. Forget about it. God is not judging on that. Because she was concerned, can I be a Christian? Does God love me? Will he let me in? And all that. I'm like, God is not making you feel this way. You have condemned yourself by listening to Satan. God loves you. He understands what happens when we're in the fallen state. And he's not holding it against you. You need to let that go. Drop the anger. Stop being mad about it. Um, forgive your parents. And she had heard me on the, on the radio, I guess, uh, or my YouTube channel. She had gone and forgiven her mother and her father. But she still had this guilt because this other stuff she was still carrying around with her. And when I told her that God loves her, he is not judging her, Satan is doing that, right away she felt free. At an instant, she was free of it. And she could not believe, and she was in her 20s, late 20s, and she could not believe that she was free just like that. And I made this point because it's one of the saddest stories I've ever heard. And I can't tell you what it is, but it's bad. I mean, in that fallen state, it's bad. And um, a lot of people have false guilt believing that God is judging you for what you have gone through or have done in life and he's not judging you he's just like he told that woman at the uh, well uh, oh that woman they were about to stone or something go and sin no more it's just that simple he's telling you cut out the sin and you'll be fine and a lot of people don't realize that the fall that Adam and Eve created it's over it doesn't even exist anymore it's been done. Christ came and he reversed everything back to order. And that's why you can wake up so easy. Soon you realize you're wrong for judging. You'll wake up just like that because everything is really in order. But a lot of people live in this illusion. They think that things are still because they read the Bible, the sin of Adam and Eve and the preacher preach about it. So you believe you're still in that state. And the preacher haven't told you that Everything been put back. When Christ said it is done, it's done. You are back to order. It's just you believe in a lie in your head. You believe the wrong God. But really, and so his world is an illusion. It's not real. Isn't that amazing? It's so amazing that it's right at hand. You can change just like that. But so many people are suffering from an illusion. It's not even real. Yes, sir. Yeah, I can't. I can relate to that because the other day, well, I, I was like a, a few days without smoking weed, and then I was like, I went with my head, and before I even got the weed, I was already feeling this this pain of judgment. Yeah. Before I even smoked, I was already judging myself, and then I was I was like, why am I feeling like this? It's like a, you know, feeling of being scared and 
and I feel a disconnection. And then when I realized that I believed into my into my thought, and that's what's making me feel that way, Absolutely. instantly I felt free. That's why I tell you, don't give up on yourself. Because some days you will be free in this growing period that you're doing. You will be free. And you think, wow, the prayer is working. I'm fired. I'm on my way. And then you, uh, a couple of days ago by, a week ago by, and you believe into a thought. Now you feel lonely or you feel angry or you feel whatever, right? It's just a lie. Don't give up. Just know you lost it. You drifted back. You didn't see the thought coming. Nothing changed except you believed a lie. That's all changed. So don't, a lot of people stop because, oh, it's not working. It is working. Just stop believing a lie. He tried to deceive you. He wants to rob, steal, and kill, and he can only do it if he can deceive you. No other way. He has no power. Isn't that amazing? Um, this woman by the name of Alyssa Malone, Malona, Malata, she's uh, she said that she uh, did this hashtag thing, I guess. Uh, sex it. What? How you say it? Sex strike. Oh, yeah, sex strike. No sex. And the reason that she doesn't want sex because she want to be able to have abortions. And that women should have a right to have abortions. So they don't, they're going to stop having sex so that until they say, okay, you can have an abortion. The guy should be applauding that. <laughs> That's a good thing. And it's a, I'm telling you. <laughs> because the, the sex dealer said, I'm not going to be dealing you any more drugs. Sex is drug, right? That's a good thing that the, that the drug dealer going out of business. <laughs> I'm like, That's not a bad idea. I mean, hashtag her back. <laughs> Said right on, <laughs> finally, and so it tells me that uh, they know they can control men with sex. How would somebody think no sex? The men's will be going crazy right now, right? You better be rejoicing because she's doing you a favor. Um, and it's a shame that they want. This is the same woman that started the hashtag Me Too movement thing. She's the same evil woman. But this is a good idea. Satan gave her a good idea. <laughs> you could believe that one, all right? <laughs> Y'all heard about that, huh? Are the ladies supporting that too? Yeah, no sex, right? Yeah, yeah it's an excellent idea. That's right. Then you will have to worry about abortions. Because no sex. Amazing stuff. Also, oh, any other thing before I get into what I want to talk about? Yes, right. You have a question? Okay. Well, uh, the real question, my question has to do with, uh, there were times that when, uh, when I uh, fully commit myself to pray, uh, to the silent prayer, I always feel, uh, feel that something, shake, my body's shaking as if a part of me, uh, a part of me does not want to let go, uh, go of certain thoughts, mainly thoughts of anger, uh, anger, now, is that is that normal when a person uh, uh, choose to be st- commits to be still uh, still part of part of that that person refuse not to? Well, um, when you're sitting quietly yes. and just watching, 
whatever happens, let it happen. And don't have an opinion about it because if you're sitting there and your body starts shaking, right away Satan will tell you, you just don't want to do it. Right? And you'll believe that. The, the point is, you can't believe anything that goes through your mind. Not one iota of a thing. So if you're sitting there and you're shaking or throwing up, because some people throw up, <laughs> that grease, uh, all the hell come out of them. Uh, so if you're sitting there and that is happening, just let it happen. God is at work. Because the worst thing that Satan, the last thing he wants you to do, the deceiver, is to be still and know God. It's the last thing. Because he knows that if you calm down and allow the truth to be revealed to you, he has lost you. He has no control over you. But he loves it when you're hooping and hollering and shouting and spitting up and falling out and feeling the spirit, right? He loves you when you're doing that because he's thinking, I got this one. They're not paying attention. It's all emotional. It has nothing to do with God. But when you sit still, you're letting go. You are saying that you have realized that of myself, I can do nothing. And of myself, I know nothing. So I'm not going to judge myself. I'm just going to let go. That's what started to really wake me up. I realized I was tired of suffering. And I was tired of trying to make myself better. Because the, uh, the preacher never said, there's nothing you can do about this. You have to just let go, right? So I let go. I was tired of fighting it. I let, you know what, God, I'm giving up. I can, cannot fix myself. And that's when things start to happen. When I realized I couldn't do anything. And you got to realize, folks, it's a waste of time to kill yourself. It's best to just realize you can't do anything about it. Because if you could, you've already made yourself better. If we can make ourselves perfect ourselves, we would do it overnight. We would just be perfect. But it's spiritual, and there's nothing you Do you guys understand it, ladies? There's literally nothing you can do about it. Uh, Victoria, have you given up fighting for your own life? Take the mic for Raymond there. Have you totally given up? Given up what? Trying to change yourself and make, be what you should be. Believe in your thoughts. Oh, no. You still believe them? Yes, because I was going to say sometimes, so that is a yes. Yeah. Yes. I do have a question for you. Yes. Um, once you start doing the silent prayer, does Satan and your thoughts and stuff like that still attack you in your dreams? In your dreams, yeah. But it'll go away after a while. Just let it happen. Make sure you do the silent prayer before bed, before you go to sleep, and let it happen. Don't worry about it. He's trying to distract you. He's trying to make you have fear. But what's happening, there's an, uh, I have so many examples. A young man, he had a lot of anger. And he had trouble at night sleeping. And I told him, I said, the reason you're having these dreams, the reason you're having the problem, because you haven't let go of the anger. And he had them while growing up and everything. And the moment he went and forgave his parents, it stopped just like that. They just ended. Because inside of you now is nothing but love. And there's nothing Satan can play on. Because God's love is, is uh, more is, uh, powerful. It can defeat evil. And Satan knows that. So don't worry about it. Are you having bad dreams? I wouldn't call it a good or bad dream. It was just a dream to oh, okay. me. Like when I woke up, I realized that's all it was. But what happened, just in a nutshell, 
every person or a lot of people that I have um, unresolved issues, or maybe not even unresolved issues, but people from my past that I didn't even realize I still remember what they look like, they were so vivid. And I didn't understand what that was about. And there was no, like I was talking with them, and like I said, it felt so vivid, but there were other aspects of the dream, too, that made me realize that that wasn't God. Like, that was something else. Yes. So I did wake up feeling like, okay, it is what it is, but I wanted to at least remember that so I could ask you that today. Yeah. Um, As human beings, we have to stop analyzing everything. We have to admit that we don't know. And what God wants you to know, he'll reveal it to you. It'll be clear. You don't need somebody at the church to tell you. Some, you know how the women dress up in white, white clothes? They call them mothers, church mothers or something. Don't let them come over to you. Lord, child, the Lord told me to tell you. You run. All right? God is not dumb. He created you. Your nature is his nature. Why wouldn't he let you know? Why you got to tell Sister Rose down the road to go tell Aunt Martha the world coming to an end <laughs> or whatever, right? It's so amazing what we were falling for in that fallen state. It is so amazing to me. You're going to see that you have been so brainwashed and dumbed down. You're going to want to whoop yourself. We've been so, the stuff that we believe is mind-blowing. And it's all lies. No wonder everybody is suffering. I have people on my radio show fighting with me to believe that you could be a Christian and still sin. They're they're mad about me telling you that. No, you cannot sin if you're a child of God. So I I have to ask the question, what is the purpose of asking God to help you if you're still going to have the same misery? Why, why did Christ come if you're going to have the same problem? It doesn't even make sense. It's like getting married over and over and over again, hoping that one of them will turn out right. It doesn't work like that. It's so easy to live this way, folks. It's so easy. It really is. It's amazing. Let me go to this young lady. I think I saw some other hands. Oh, okay. Yes, ma'am. So... <clears throat> Well, I have two things. One thing is... Are there a lot of women? Oh, yeah. So... I'm almost 70 years old now. I can't hear. <laughs> no, I can't hear. Okay. So uh, one of the things is that sometimes I find myself overwhelmed with things I have to do and, like, thinking about, like, all these things. And sometimes I feel like that, in a way, it's like I feel like there, something's trying to get me out of, like, my peace and, like, get me thinking about the future and, like, planning and all of that. So then I thought about, um, in general, well, that was one thing. And then also, in school, we learned that uh, human beings, like the way that there's like a pyramid, like first we seek for safety, then we seek like physiological needs, like, you know, food, shelter, and then we seek for acceptance, belonging, self-esteem, and then self-actualization is the last step. Wow. So Go get your money back. <laughs> do they do refunds? No. <laughs> um, that is so, isn't that crazy? So, and the way they explain it is saying that a human being can't think about higher potential, their higher being, because their, their first um, 
set on wanting to be safe, ha- having the things that they need to survive and all of that. And I believed it because in a way I see it around me, um, people that are worried about like financial uh, struggles or they're going through financial struggles, they can't really focus on um, putting their faith in God and like uh, letting, believing that he's going to provide and all of that. So I guess my question is, are you saying that people in general just need to focus on God and then everything else will fall into place? 100%. So it's don't see God. All that stuff you just said. The next time someone tell you that, they should pay for your pot. <laughs> <laughs> you should charge them. That's a setup. Yeah. Seek first. You can sit right here. If you like. Seek first the kingdom of God, and His way all will be added. Think not about what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, where you're going to live, who your friends will be, uh, uh, if you're going to get a husband, or if you're going to get a wife. It'll be added. It really will be added. They're lying to you. The world is lying to you. They're setting you up to suffer. Seek first the kingdom. Don't even go to the bar looking for a man. What, you been to the bar lately looking for a man? No. How about the club? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. But don't seek that. Seek first the kingdom of God. And it'll be added in ways that you can't even imagine. Oh, well, the reason I'm saying this is because I was thinking about, like, the illegal aliens and, like, you know, people with that are coming to this country. They're on survival mode. Like, you can totally see it. They don't have any morals. And it's, right. like, because they're being led by just surviving. And, like, you know, they don't have God in their mind. They don't have... Right. So, so I guess I'm just saying that... In a way, I, I kind of see how that is. and Well, I see how it is because when you're in that fallen state, it's real easy to believe lies. It's real easy to be deceived. It's real easy to anything. A lot of those people are coming here because they've been told, if you get to, uh, to uh, the United States, put your feet on the United States ground, you'll become a citizen. And so they are believing that. They've been lied to about that. That does happen, but a lot of them have been set back. But they're believing lies. They can really make it in their own country mm-hmm. if they wake up. Yeah, okay. They really can. But in that father state, it feels like you can't. Yeah. But you really can. And as far as feeling overwhelmed, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I have a lot to do right now. Not complaining, but just yeah. a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. And if I let a thought, if I if a thought trying to come up on, oh, this is so much to do. Right away, you feel overwhelmed. But if mm-hmm. you look and see it's a thought, it'll pass, and you won't feel that way. And you just do one thing at a time, and it's so easy, and it's all get worked worked out. But you only feel overwhelmed if you believe a thought. Okay. That's the only way you can feel it. And then you go to the psychiatrist or to the doctor, and they'll give you medication. <laughs> now you can't function at all. But it's only because you believe a thought that you feel overwhelmed. You're real busy, and this thought will say, oh, this is too much to handle. And you believe it, that's it. But if you watch it, when it comes to tempt you, it'll pass. Try that and see what happens. Okay. All right? Thank really you. good question, though. Uh, okay, right there. And then here and here. Did I see your hand? Oh, right here, right. Okay. Hey, Josie. Hey, buddy. Um, so kind of off that, it's just how you just said it about busying yourself, or uh, maybe that's not how you meant it, but 
Uh, for me, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Eckhart Tolle. He kind of goes into detail about your thoughts and being addicted to thinking and all that. Kind of what, exactly what you were talking about. Um, for me, I had a problem with that too, where I felt like I was addicted to thinking all the time to my thoughts. And the way I kind of coped with you're it. You're not addicted to thought. You're subject to them because you're in a fallen state. You have not repented. Okay. It's not an addiction. Okay. And I was thinking about that. About It's a good question. Yeah. Um, I was talking to someone, and they said that they were addicted to alcohol. And I realized you're not addicted to alcohol. You're using it in that fallen state to make yourself feel better. That's why when you come out of that fallen state, you, it'll just be over. Well, you start losing the taste for it. That's the weird thing about your thoughts, though, is that they don't always make you feel better. That's the, that's the weird thing about it. They don't it. always make you feel better? No, they, they don't. It doesn't. So unlike alcohol, where it maybe it makes you feel better temporarily, your thoughts, I feel like, are just kind of there to... I, I don't well, even know how sometimes they would give you something like what he mentioned, like a, a nice thought that makes you feel good. Right. And the moment you feel good, you're like running around all happy. It'll bring you something negative, bring you down. Right. It builds you up to let you down. Well, kind of off of that, my, my way of, 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 I guess, coping with it was sort of what you kind of just start, said about yourself. Like, I purposely go out of my way to find more work and stuff like I guess I'm a, in a no way don't do on. that okay don't don't <clears throat> I'm not like going out of my way to find work believe okay. me I'm black <laughs> <laughs> black people don't like to work you ever heard of a black man going out <laughs> his way to find work <laughs> right uh, well. no it just comes okay you know it's with the organization doing the radio show the father state speaking all kind of stuff right it just come, but because he's with me and I can see, it's mm-hmm. no big deal. Well, my the way I was kind of looking at it was if I kind of busy myself so much, I won't have time to distract myself with unnecessary thinking. Oh, I see. So that's kind of what, what my, my thinking of, of that was. was like if I, when I go to my job, I, I try to take on more work than what, I, I'm, what I'm supposed to, I guess. And then outside of work, I try to keep busy with other stuff. Does that work? Sometimes, but that's what I was going to kind of get into when I. So it's like sometimes that works, and I can see kind of like the practical aspect of that, uh, of that working out for me. But there's times where I guess I get a little overwhelmed with it, and then that's when the thoughts kind of just double double up, really. And then it's just like I got that on top of all the work I put on for myself. So yeah, I yeah, I'm just I don't know. And so your question is what? How, what kind of what would you suggest for something like that? That's a very good question. So way in the back with the black and the red, there he want to know should he take on more work in order to stay peaceful. Sometimes at work he'll take on extra work. He'll look for stuff to do in order to keep the peace. Should he do that? Oh my goodness! Well, first off, uh, good morning. Good it's morning, been, uh, Christine. It's been two weeks. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah. Yourself? All is well. I was going to say Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you're you. one. You're one bad mother. That's right. Um, speaking of which, you should actually grout your throat. I told Esteban Happy Mother's Day. What'd you say? Oh no, I told it to my godson. I said, Jeremiah, Happy Mother's Day. I ain't no mother. <laughs> I was just going to say really quick. Um, she take, oh, go ahead. If you grow out your, your fro with the beard, yeah. you will look like a black Bob Ross. 
Yes. I'm sorry. That's just something I, I was thinking about I as I was phones, watching your I show. I wear a Amerifro. Amerifro. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not going it's, down it's, that road. It's coming in so so well. Thank but, you. Um, I guess um, maybe the the short answer would be Should no. Should he take on extra work so he can keep the peace? Maybe the the short Am answer right would that? be would be no because at the back of his mind it's still there. That's what's you know his his impetus for you know for this like nonstop work. Maybe the best thing to do would be to stop, do the silent prayer, maybe um, you know rethink things and realize that you know you can pile on as much as you like. It's just whatever's going on in the back of your your mind is always going to be there. Let me ask the young man in front of you. Should he take on more work? Take the mic right there. No. You say no. Why not? What's your name? If it's if it's Michael. Michael, this your first time. I've been here before. You have. Yeah. Why are you so quiet right now? What are you thinking about? Nothing really. Nothing. Should he take on more work? No. No. If it's stressing him out. Yeah. yeah absolutely. You can't do, you can't be doing that to yourself. Absolutely. It's a spiritual thing. And when you go and take on more work to run away from it, you're trying to fight it yourself, you're going to lose. You have to just become aware, that's all. Aware of what you're thinking and in a path. First, you've got to overcome the anger. Let the anger go. And then be aware. You just have to be aware and in a path. Taking on more work is just going to stress you out. It's not going to help you. And then when the work is gone, it's like uh, doing drugs or anything. You're using the work to escape. And you don't want to do that. Yeah, people even say I'm a workaholic, so. Yeah. I see, I definitely see that. It's just, I feel, in my head, in my thoughts, it's like, it's like whenever I hear someone's like, oh, depressed or whatever, I was like, just, you're not, you have too much time on your hands. It's it's a little (laughs) cynical, but it's like, that's kind of my first instinct, is to be like, well, what are you doing, like, that you have so much time to be depressed, you know? No, tell them, they need to let the anger go. They need to forgive and stay away from thoughts. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what it is. That's all that it is. Right? But don't take on more work to escape the spiritual aspect of life. You want to deal with it. Be aware. All right? Right in front of you. Yes, sir. Uh, I wanted to ask, um, what is sin and is all things that we feel are bad, are they sin? What is sin and is all things that you feel are bad or decent? Like are, th- are all things that you feel are bad, are they sin? Are they bad or what? Like, for example, like, let's say, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you're judging that person for being a certain way, right? Right. I'm not saying anything, just a certain way. Um, what do you call it? You're like, oh, I, I, I'm just doing it because I think that's wrong or what he's doing is wrong. Is that is that what they call it also sin? You know. Oh, I see. Okay. This young lady want to tell you what sin is. Can you tell her what sin is? <laughs> this your first time here? Yes. Wow. <laughs> You've just been indoctrinated. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. What's your first name? Kim. Kim, how did you find us? Uh, online. Right on. Yeah. I'm YouTube. glad you're here. <laughs> I'm really glad I'm here. Did you go and forgive your mother? Uh, uh that's a whole other story. <laughs> I, I'd love to get into that, but he had a question. Yeah, I'll come, we'll come back to him. Let him suffer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let him suffer. So, did you go forgive your mother? I. I don't feel like I have anger toward my parents. I, I feel like the anger I have is um, uh, toward myself. About why do you why are you angry at yourself? Um, 
I I have a a lot of sin, past sin in relationships, and I I don't know how to redeem myself because of that. I uh, yeah. So my my relationship with my parents was always really good. I um, grew up in a loving and respectful, stable house. Right. The worst thing they did to me was they raised me to be a liberal. And I, <laughs> hey, that's a curse. I know, and and I you know, and I I I think I suffered a lot because of bad ideology but yes, i never associated absolutely. that with them and so i yeah. never was angry with them because of that because i didn't associate i didn't realize why i was suffering and now i realize why i'm suffering and i and um but i but i don't know how to um be forgiven for the things that i did to my so did your parents raise you right um i well, I, I guess I would. I guess I would have to say not entirely. No. Not entirely. Did you forgive them for that? Um, I yeah, I, I can forgive them for that. I don't. I don't feel like I blame them for it. If you yeah. don't blame them if they did not raise you right. No. Why don't you blame them? Uh, because they thought it was right. Did you tell them that? I, um, no. Why not? <laughs> This is so much fun, huh? <laughs> She's all nervous. Why haven't you forgiven them for that? They thought they were doing right, but they did it yeah. wrong. Yeah. Why haven't you gone to them and forgiven them for that? So I might be held back from like having that totally honest conversation because at the moment I do have a good relationship with my parents. And uh, I might be afraid of um, if if I... We we already they started to realize that I I don't see the world the way they do anymore, and it's actually caused conflict with us just recently, just in the past two years. I started to become conservative in my thinking, and right. and it's been very hard having because we used to be able to talk about um, political things, and, and now you can't. Um, and we we try, but but the, yeah, but anger does come out in that, like, yeah. um, and that's been really hard, and I, and I I. I don't want to make it worse. You don't want to make what worse? Uh, the feeling were, that they have that I'm no longer, you know, that they don't know who I am anymore. Or I'm not there. But I thought they were good parents. <laughs> <laughs> you have these such yeah, good parents. I know. <laughs> 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 yeah. Why are you afraid but, to go and be yourself with the good parents? Because I'd rather have a... a a, a, a less strained relationship with them than a more strained relationship. But why would you? If they were good parents, I thought you said they were good parents. Uh, well, they are good parents, so I guess they would get over it. They were what? They would get over it. <laughs> if, if I if I said to them, "You raised me wrong," what would happen? Uh, if you went to them and say, uh, "I'm sorry for resenting you for raising me wrong in these areas," uh, I'm sorry for that. What would happen? Yeah. Um, my my mother suffers from depression. I thought, where are the good parents? Did you have another set of parents? <laughs> they were, <laughs> um, but she the the thing that she tortures herself over is that she wasn't a good mother, and so it's really hard for me to imagine saying to her something that would confirm that in her mind. When I don't think she has the tools right now to stop judging herself. But like that. it wouldn't. How would it hurt her if you go to her and say? I'm sorry for resenting you 
for what you did to me, the way you raised me. Because the only thing she would hear is, I did these bad things to you, that I raised you wrong. I was wrong. But I was a bad if person. If she hears that and she goes off about it, I say, yeah, that's true. You need to get over that. <laughs> Tell her, yeah, that's right. Okay. And if you go crazy, give her her medication. Mm. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I don't feel like I resent my mother. I feel like I resent myself. But then if you don't resent her, it would be easy to go and forgive her. Uh-huh. If you had love for them, you would forgive them with no problem at all. Uh-huh. You wouldn't be afraid to talk to them about anything. What do you think about that? I'm loving this. This is so much fun. He had a question. <laughs> I, I forgot his question. Let him, let him suffer. He a man. He can handle it. So you said you... Re, so here's my... Okay, so you resent yourself for bad relationships, right? Yeah, for things what, that I did. I did them. What did you do? I, I cheated on two husbands. I... I'm married for the third time. My first two husbands I cheated on. And you cheated on your first two husbands? Now yes. you're working on a third one? No, it's not going to happen the third time. Why not? Because <laughs> it's... I, it, I, it just can't. It just can't? Yeah. Why can't it? Because um, I'm going to get right with God. How? Just... It, by any means necessary. Well, oh, I'm letting, <laughs> By any means necessary, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Want me to tell you what to do? Yes. You got to go and forgive your parents. What about my husbands? Do I need to go and apologize well, to them? But first you got to forgive your parents mm-hmm. so God can forgive you. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be free. And if you need mm-hmm. to go to your ex-husbands and, t- and apologize, mm-hmm. you'll be able to do it. You might not need to wait mm-hmm. for that, but you got to get over your parents first. And then you'll be free. And then the guilt that you have for doing wrong will disappear because you'll come out of that fallen state. You come back to God within you. So I I just if I said to my mom, I'm sorry for resenting you. It doesn't feel honest to me because I don't feel like I do resent her. Then it would be easy to go. So your mother was perfect in raising you. No, no. She she made some mistakes. She made some mistakes. Well, then forgive her for those mistakes she made. Okay, but I don't have to say I'm sorry for resenting you if I didn't resent her. <laughs> um, how do you feel about the mistake she made um, with you? The Are you happy she made mistakes with you? Um, no, but she. Uh, I mean, I, she. I've always felt 100% secure that she did the absolute best she could. She did. She did yeah. the best she could, but yeah. it still got to you as a kid growing up. Yeah. It's just bad were, ideology, you know, and she still believes it. She still believes that this know. is the way, the proper way to see the world. If you want to be a good person, she's trying so hard to be a good person. Well, go to her and tell her she need to drop the anger. Mm-hmm. Then God will draw her back into the kingdom within and she'll become a good person. Mm-hmm. That's always going to happen. God goodness will work through her. Mm-hmm. But your mother is depressed like that because she's very angry. Yeah. Yeah. And, she had big problems in her family with yeah. her parents. Right. And, and, and she your, and your father can't handle her. That's so true. So what? <laughs> yes. You notice that? Yes. And um, 
And so that's why your father, you know, can't help your mother because he had problems with his mother and he's married to his yeah. mother. Yeah. You see that? Yeah. You do? Yes. Well, you need to deal with all that. <laughs> but can I save them? Can I save my parents? Is that a, you can't save them, yeah. but by being honest with them, points them back to the one that can save them. Mm-hmm. But they do, need to forgive. But in my honesty, should it include saying, I see that you're still angry with your father, or you're still angry with your... I mean, should I say that? Yes. That sounds like I'm taking their inventory. Right. Take their inventory. Take their... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But that's the only way that they're going to get better. They're not going to get better by reading the Bible or just going to church or hooping and hollering. They got to go and forgive those their parents. Mm-hmm. This is Mother Day. It's a... Perfect time to do it, too. Yeah. And if their parents are dead? Then they need to realize, get to know themselves, and realize they can't help but do what they do. And it must be something else driving them, right? It's not them. And then that will cause them to realize their mother and father couldn't help themselves. So if, if you can't help yourself, why would you want to hate someone else that cannot help themselves or could not help themselves? It will cause you to see that. That's, and then that you will forgive. But you got to face them so you can have some nerves. Okay. And if your mother start yelling or denying or feeling guilty, there's nothing you can do about it. Just tell her you need to drop the anger. That's why you're feeling right. You're so judgmental. Because your mother's judging herself. Yeah. That's why she feels so depressed. Mm-hmm. She's believing these lies about, you know, how things were. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, I- do you, uh, do you know what sin is? To answer his question, what is sin? Um, uh, sin is anger, any kind of anger. Yeah, because anger is judgment. Mm-hmm. Judgment is playing God. God and anyone yeah. that plays Play God, God. Uh, would never know God. Yeah. And that's the sin, to play God, to judge, yeah. to have an opinion about things, and to play God, to think that you know. Mm-hmm. That's the sin. So that's what you have to overcome. And you got to drop the anger. You got to stop judging yourself and other people. What do you think about that? I think that's that's what brought me to you. That's just absolutely right. Yeah. That's just absolutely right. And the reason you cheated on the other two men, uh, you know, they were weak. You weren't getting the, the madness that you should have been getting. They liked your father, you know, weak men. And you're looking for a father's love. Because you did not get your father's love. So you're still looking for that. And you think that you're going to get that from another man, another man, because men know how to lie. And they pretend to be a father's love, but they're not. And when you get with them, you realize they're not. And you're like, no, I'm going to go find me a real man. (laughs) So you need to stop resenting that. You could not help it. Mm -hmm. Had your father been a a real man, a good man, you would not have that void where you're looking for love. What do you think about that? I don't want to hear anybody say my father wasn't a good man. That hurts. <laughs> 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 but, but I do agree. He, he was he a was weak little, man. He was a little beta. He, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was a little what? Beta. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it hard to admit it? Well, you know, because the, the father is is the representative of of 
God's love, I guess. And that's and why I, it's hard to admit he's a beta. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't. Um, he. Yeah, to to me, he's the most amazing man. <laughs> beta men are not amazing men. <laughs> it's good you love him, right? Yeah. You love your father. Then you need to be honest with him. Forgive him for being a beta. Yeah. He can't help it. And the hardest thing you ever have to do in life is to face your parents. Once you face them and forgive them, nothing else will be hard in life. You will never cheat on another husband. Your life will become amazing. You become a daughter of God and life will be come out of you. It will be amazing. Mm-hmm. But you got to face your parents. Mm-hmm. And if they are liberals, they really have problems. I know. <laughs> They're trying so hard to be good people, and they don't realize they're, you know, they're playing God. Right. So you got to tell them. If you love them, as I'm going to read this uh, Ephesian uh, verse about loving your parents, especially your your mother and stuff. If you love them, you would be honest with them. When I woke up, it was so easy for me to be honest with my father and my mother. Because I didn't hate them, I loved them. So they accepted fine if they rejected it fine. It was hard to go to them, at least to my mother. But once I did it, the fear left, but I never had it again. Mm-hmm. It just disappeared because the anger left. God took the anger away. Mm-hmm. So you got to face them. Otherwise, you're going to cheat on this man. Is he a beta? No. Your husband you're with is not a beta? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say he's not a beta? Because he doesn't cater to my emotions. Oh, good. And he, he, it just forced me to, it forced me to, to, to start looking at myself. Right on. That's great. <laughs> so now you got to go and forgive your parents so you can be free. You want me to go with you? Yes. Uh, <laughs> you live in L.A.? They're in Pennsylvania. Oh. Can we FaceTime? Oh, my gosh. Maybe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, come yeah. here. We can FaceTime them. Okay. And uh, I'll sit there with you and watch you deal with them. Okay. All right? Okay. Set up an appointment and come here. Okay. All right. Any other questions? Uh, what, what does it mean to be uh, for a man to be the head of his wife? Wait, you ask people that sometimes, but I haven't heard you speak to it. You say, are you the head of your wife? There is an order to life. A natural order of God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, woman over children. So the love comes from God through Christ, through the man, to his woman, his wife, mm-hmm. and to the children. And um, the wife looks up to the husband as he looks up to Christ. And because if his light is out, she can't see the right way to go. She made all kind of bad mistakes. She get angry. She take out a frustration on the children because the light of the husband is out. That's why it happened when you were growing up, because your father's light is out, and that's why you couldn't see the right way to go while you are growing up. And your mother can't see the right way because the husband's light is out. He doesn't really believe in God. He believes about God, but not in him. So that's what it means to be the head. What do you think about that? I, I think I understand. Yeah. yeah. So your husband is the head of you? <laughs> Ooh, let me know. <laughs> he's, 
he's he's a he's a. I don't. I think his light. I I think his. I don't know if I can say this. <laughs> he's a, he's a Buddhist. He's not a Christian. Oh no! So I don't know what you think about that. <laughs> Anybody but, that worship a fat man? No, he doesn't worship a fat man. <laughs> no, but he. But Isn't he, Buddha that fat guy that sit around? And then you're supposed to walk by and rub his head no, and he belly. Doesn't, and he doesn't worship anything. Is that the guy? Popeye's brother. Who? But, but Popeye's. Popeye's brother. But Popeye's he overcame brother. his anger. My Who? husband overcame his anger. By doing what? Um, it's, a, it's a kind of a meditation, but it's Did it's he go chanting. to his parents and forgive him? Forgive them? He, he had, he, um, I know he loves his father and his father was not a great father, but he loves him anyway. Did he go to his parents and forgive them? Uh, I'll ask him. I'll ask if him. he hasn't, he still has the anger. Okay. Because only God can forgive you when you go and forgive others. Mm-hmm. You can't rub the head of Buddha. Mm-hmm. You can't uh, do all that, just meditate kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You got to go and forgive. And a lot of people are afraid to forgive the parents, so they try to find all other kind of ways to do it. And then Satan deceive them, pretending that they have forgiven, and they haven't. Mm-hmm. You got to forgive. Mm-hmm. You got to tell your husband, you got to go face daddy and mama. Mm-hmm. He can meditate until the cows come home. But if he doesn't go and forgive, he's not going to be free. Mm-hmm. So he's not, he is a beta then, huh? After all... <laughs> I don't think so. Well, you because I don't know. He hasn't gone to his parents and forgiven. Oh, okay, when you get I home, just, ask I'll, him. I'll ask him. I'll okay. ask him. But I know he he used to have a lot of anger, and he and he got over it. He released his anger. Have you done the Buddha thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I have done that with him. Yeah. Did it work for you? Uh, to a certain extent. To a certain extent. Uh, but not enough for you to go and forgive your parents. Um. Yeah. No. I, uh, I need God. <laughs> I need and he, God. And he's inside of you. He wants to be there. He want, You have the Spirit of God. You have the uh, Jesus and the Holy Spirit inside. Mm-hmm. The kingdom of heaven is inside. Mm-hmm. But you got to forgive so it can come alive. You can return to it. Mm-hmm. And so as you did as a little child. Mm-hmm. And then you can live it. But you got to forgive. You can't get in there with the anger. Because mm-hmm. that's the nature of Satan. Mm-hmm. And don't let Satan talk you out of it. Yeah. Oh, your mother's depressed. You can't tell her that. You're going there to forgive her. You're not going there to make her depressed. Mm-hmm. You're saying, I'm sorry. I understand you can't help yourself. Mm-hmm. You see the point? Mm-hmm. But Satan doesn't want you to do it because he doesn't want you free. So he give you all kinds of things to avoid. Because God said, go and forgive. Well, he'll give you everything to keep you from doing what you need to do to overcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will you work on that? I will work on it. All right. Yeah. Anything else? Okay. Nice lady. I'm glad you're here. I'm really glad I'm here. Yeah. Thank you, Jesse. You're welcome. Yes, sir. So you understand now what sin is, right? (laughs) (laughs) To be angry, to judge, to play God. So as long as you're not angry, even if you do, let's say, bad things, it's like like things that are quote-unquote bad, is that sin? Um. As long as you don't hate. Now, as I said before, you pick up bad things along the way because your soul is con- disconnected from God and you reach it outside to find something to make you feel better. 
And so once you overcome that anger and return to the Father, those things will disappear. You won't need them anymore because you have perfect peace. All right, I have one more question. This is a good one. Okay. This is a good one, you say? Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. What makes you an American? What makes me an American? What makes anyone an American? Oh, I was born here, number one. I think that's what makes me an American. So as and long as you're born? If you're born here and I stand up for my country, I fight for it, I appreciate it. And so I stand up for what it represents and what it's about. Yeah. What about, I, uh, what about people who, like, let's say they came in legally and then they become citizens. Those are also Americans? No. They got to go and come in the right way. No, they came in the right way. Oh, oh! So you said they come they in. They come in the yeah. right way. With if they come in the right way, they become American they become citizens. Citizen, American citizens through. Yes, through the right way. Yes. So those people are also American, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Anyone who come through the fire doing the right way, and then they go through the process, they become American. Absolutely. And some of those people make the best Americans too, because they're so happy to be here. They're so grateful. They really stand up for the country. It's like. Um, when, uh, oh, I can say this. I have noticed that when black people overcome being liberals or, or depending on the government and they become conservative, they're some of the best conservative you ever want to meet. They are not afraid to speak up. They stand for the country. They endure all the stuff they have to endure. They become great representatives of America. Likewise, when you come out of sin, you're going to be a good representation of Christianity. You are going to represent God. Once you come out of that father state, truly come out of it. Well, good question. Yes, sir. So I wanted to uh, answer the question that you asked uh, about why do you think Christians think uh, it's okay to sin? Oh, it's okay. Christians. Why do they? Th- I know why already, but why do they think it's okay to sin? Yeah. So for multiple reasons, like you know, most of them believe in the thoughts, but of course. Uh, I was in a conversation with one of my uncles, and, uh, you know, I was raised Catholic and stuff, and right. he got upset when, you know, I told him, hey, you know, I go to a different church, and he's like, is it a Catholic church? I was like, nah. And so, you know, he goes on this whole rant talking about, well, you know, in Catholic church, we can uh, second line in the Catholic church, and the other churches, we can't, we can't. Do the umbrellas and stuff, Mardi Gras stuff. You can do what in Catholic Church? Second line. Second line. Louisiana culture. Oh, you know? I see. Okay. And so, uh, you know, the one thing that I started to see is that, you know, a lot of so-called Christians that still think it's okay to sin, they are more focused on traditions, more focused on the worldly things yeah, versus actually being the spirit. Seeking within, absolutely. You're absolutely Um, right. Right, and so, which segues into my question about, you know, since he talks about being American, should we, you know, I I know that being a conservative is, uh, you know, pretty much at this point the right way to go, but should we push more for a Christian nation state? Absolutely. We should return to God. This country has to return back to God, otherwise... We're going to be hiding behind rocks. Absolutely. Well, that's why when you wake up, when men and women wake up, it will become that again. Because that's what we were before. And at that time, we had more men and women who were not afraid to be Christians. And they fought against the evil ones. 
But a lot of those people are dead now. A lot of the older people who represent good are dead. And then a lot of the young people have been brainwashed in this, the school system. The young parents, are, you know, they're not responsible the way they should be. And so the young people have been brainwashed. But as you're waking up, it will turn back to, to what it should be, a Christian nation. Absolutely. That's a good question, man. Um, the lady in the uh, glasses, is this your first time? Oh, come Is this your first time here? Yes. Oh, welcome. What's Deborah. your name, your first name? Deborah. Deborah. Welcome. Any question about anything? Um, I don't think so. What do you think about what you've heard? <clears throat> I think you make a, a lot of good points. I think what you said about sin is very true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that your son? Yes. What's your impression of your son? Uh, he's a very good person. He is? What makes him good? Um, he is a very loving nature. He, he He's does? kind. Um, Why is he so shy and and out of it? Um, I don't think he is out of it. I mean, shy like. That's uh, just his nature. I'm sorry. It's just his nature. Oh, you think it's his nature to be for a man to be shy like that? Um, I think that there's. I think he's made in the way God made him. So God made him shy like that? Um, Everything blame on God. <laughs> I, I would, Why would God make his son so shy you, like you that? You just said um, it's a, part of sin is judging people, and I choose not to judge my son for the way he is. You like seeing him like that? Um, I'm, I'm not judging him. I'm do you tell me he needs to learn to speak up and hold his shoulders up and stop being so shy? Well, I know why he is this way. I'm his mother, and I know that when he was young, he had um, uh, some speech impediments, and you know, I know why he is this way. Oh, he's so like that because I of his accept, speech. I accept him that the way he is. I, I don't, I don't think about it. You know, oh, I don't, you know? No, I. I Would don't. you marry a shy man like that? Um. I think that my husband is rather shy as well, yeah. Oh, he is? He's very quiet. He's reticent. Uh, so is he I have beta? married a man like that. He's a beta? Um, I, I, you know, in some ways he's a beta, in some ways he's an alpha. <laughs> so, All right, well, we're going to make him alpha before he leaves this room. <laughs> <laughs> so how old is your son? He's... Um, he was born. He's 32. Is that right? 33. He's 33. Amazing. I thought you were younger than 30. You see me in your 20s. Uh, why are you so shy? I'm not really sure. Do you like being that way? No. I, I didn't think so. Mm-hmm. So you had a, a speech problem when you were younger? Yeah. Did that affect you? Yeah. In what way? It made me feel feel judged by people. I'm sorry? Judged. I felt judged by people. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had that too growing up. I still have it. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about your mother accepting you as you're 30-something years old and you're shy like this? I mean, what do I, you think about the fact that she accepted that? I know I need to work on myself. And yeah. It's okay. If, I, I, I wish that she would be a little bit harder on me actually in those aspects yeah do yeah. you tell her that yeah you tell her to back off mom yep 
like back off. No. no. You don't say it like that? No. You, you say it like this. If you don't back off me, <laughs> say it like a black person. <laughs> if you don't back off me, <laughs> how do you say it? Back off, mom. That's, Huh? If he says, hey, then I know I have to listen. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Have you forgiven your father for not protecting you from your mother? Yeah. yeah. You told him that? Yeah. You told your father that? Mm-hmm. I forgive you for not protecting me from my mother? Mm-hmm. And what did he say? He said, I'm sorry, I couldn't be there more for you. He said, what now? That he was sorry he couldn't be there more. Like in the moment. He was sorry he could be there more? Yeah. Did you forgive him? Yeah. Did you forgive your mother for controlling you so much? Being so dominating? Yeah. You yeah. tell her that? Yeah, I have. You went to her and told her, what did she say? Um, she told me not to worry about it that much. She's yeah. like, don't worry about it. I'm going to yeah. keep on doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, she, says, um, uh, you always, uh, she says that you always need a mother. And I said, no, I don't. I don't need, that's right. I'm a grown man. <laughs> you don't always need a mama. Mm-hmm. She told you that? Yeah. And do you live with them? No. Oh, good. Yep. Uh, and you have your own place and stuff? I do. Good, man. Um, do you resent yourself? Sometimes. About why? Why do you resent yourself? I, I still know I have the rest of my life to live, and, you know, I got I to gotta stay with myself. I'm sorry? Speak okay. up a little bit. Speak up. Be an alpha male right now. Why are you resenting yourself? What do you resent yourself for? Uh, for fail, failing in the past. You fail in the past? Yeah. In what way did you fail? Um, I, I was married before, but I got divorced. You were married before? Yeah. That's amazing. Who married you? <laughs> was it an Asian? No, it's a white a white woman. Huh? It was a white woman. It was a white woman. Mm-hmm. Man, have you noticed the Asian married a weak white man? <laughs> <laughs> they be like, come, 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 come on. <laughs> and the white man be like, okay. <laughs> but listen, so why do you have children? No. Why did you get married? Actually, to help her get more student loans. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that he married her to help her get student loans? I don't think that was the only reason he got married. I believe that. But he just said the reason. I believe they were in love. So you think he lied? Look at Mama. All we think is something else. I think that it's more complicated than that. I think that the reason they legalized their relationship was for the student loans. But I believe that they were li- living together and they loved each other. What do you say to your mother for thinking something that you're not thinking? Um, I, well, I don't know. I felt like it wasn't more of a deeply committed relationship. So the marriage, a lot of I can't hear the marriage wasn't really real. I don't think. Right. Yeah. It wasn't real, Mama. No. I wasn't living with them. They were in another state, so I'm not really sure why they got married. But they he just, just told you just to help her to get more money. I realize that now. But I Did mean, you pay your money? And he has told me that after the fact, after they got divorced. But, I mean, they didn't ask my permission to get married, so I didn't really, I just assumed that they loved each other. Oh. And now you find out the truth. What do you think no, about it? We've talked about it, and he did tell me. He's told me this before. Okay. And 
I respect Did you it. get your money back once you divorced her? No. <laughs> Go get your money, man. <laughs> right. I mean, all that hell you went through. All right. How long were you married? Five years. Really? And who decided to divorce? She did. Yeah. She only used you. Yeah. I'm sorry? Yeah. I know. What did it feel like to be used? Not good. Yeah. No, not at all. All right. Let me ask you. you you're his father, right? No. You're not his father? No, I'm not. Oh. Where's your father? Pennsylvania. Oh, I see. Oh, you got, are you married to her? I am, yeah. Oh. Did you know the son was all messed up because of the parents? Uh, I'm getting to know him. What do you think about what you're hearing now? Uh, it's a, a complicated story. I don't know all the history. Yeah. Are you the head of your wife? Yes. You are? You control your wife? No. Oh. All right. Um, any questions about anything? This is your first time. This is my first time here, yeah. What do you think about what you're hearing? Uh, a lot of it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Especially uh, uh, living in the present. Yeah. Amazing. So did you go and forgive your father for not being there for you? You said, yes, you did? I did. And so you resenting yourself for the stuff you've been through, you say? Yeah. Well, don't resent yourself. You couldn't help yeah. it. Yeah. Really, in that father state, you cannot help it. It's when you realize you're wrong for being angry and forgive, you can be free. Mm-hmm. Don't hold that against yourself. You're playing God with yourself, yeah. and it's going to make you worse. Thank you. We all go through things in the father state. And God love you, he's not holding it against you. That's Satan condemning you. So you got to hold your head up, you got to let your shoulders up, and you got to start speaking up and dealing with life. Are you living with a woman now or by yourself? No, I live by myself. Oh, good. You go to the gym? I need to. I'm sorry? I know I need to. Yeah, you need to. Go and build some muscles up and walk tall and speak loud. Okay. And you'll be fine. Are you, um, do you do the silent prayer? I do. Yeah, stay with that, all right? Thank you. And start speaking up. And it'll get better. Don't hold anything against yourself. Anything that has already happened doesn't exist anymore. It's all that Satan only remind you of it. There is no past. Whatever you did then, you did it then. Once you left that moment, it was over. It okay. doesn't exist anywhere but in your mind. And that's Satan put it in your mind. All right? Thank you. That makes sense? Yes, it does. Yeah, so start speaking up, man. Have a good life. You're 30 years old. You got a long life ahead of you. Okay? Okay. All right. Um, I got to tell you this. And then, oh, James has a couple questions for me. Go ahead, James. Okay. um, The first question is, what is original sin? Original sin? Uh Uh-huh. When Adam doubted his father and believed the lie of his, the woman that God had given him, and he fell into the lie that came from Satan. That's the original sin. That's why we have to doubt the lie. Then the truth is there. But whenever you believe the lie, you can't believe the truth. Adam doubted, and he fell away. All we have to do is doubt the lie, because Adam doubted the truth. Now we have to doubt the lie. Once you doubt the lie, you're back with God. The second question, what are the responsibilities of the firstborn to lead the family? The firstborn what? Firstborn child. You have no responsibility. It ain't your child. Huh? 
You mean like if I'm the oldest in my family? Yeah. What's my responsibility to lead my to, brothers and sisters? Yeah, to the parents and to the family. The only responsibility you have is to stay away from them. <laughs> Those ain't your babies. And when you were growing up, as the oldest, when I was growing up, the last thing I wanted to be responsible for somebody else, chillings. I just had fun. I was busy having fun, having my life, playing ball, running track, dating, whatever I was doing. I wasn't ready to take care of nobody else's kids. That's not your responsibility. And then as an adult, I got far, far away from them. They live in Indiana. I live in California. They're responsible for their own lives as adults. Okay, I don't know week. why parents put that kind of responsibility on their children to be responsible for their children. I didn't have no baby. <laughs> and a lot of kids are messed up like that. I know some guys, men and women, who are messed up because the parents put the responsibility of the younger kids on them. And they haven't gotten over it yet. They're afraid to have children because of it. They don't want to have kids because of it. No, that's a bad responsibility. Okay, last question. How do you honor your mother and father if they're both divorced and remarried? By not resenting them. That's the only way. When you don't resent your parents, and I want to read uh, in a minute here, Ephesians. Uh, the way you honor your parents is not to resent them. Realize they couldn't help themselves. As this young lady was saying, they've done the best that they can do. You just forgive them for what they did. They could not help it. And God will forgive you. And you will be able to treat your parents with perfect love. If you want to go for a holiday, you will. If you don't want to, you won't. Your mother will not be able to call you up. Are you coming over for Mother's Day? And you're like, no. I did all I did for you. And you're not coming. Lizzie is coming. Your sister, your brothers are coming. And try to put guilt on you and try to make you come, right? But if you love them by not resenting, you can say, I don't care if it's Lizzie and Lizzie husband or anybody coming. I'm not coming. It won't work, I'm telling you. But you still love them. And when you want to be around them, you will. When you don't want to be around them, you won't. And when they get old, you can put them in an old folks' home and won't feel bad. Because <laughs> they could have made their life better while they were growing up, when they were young folks. And if you want to take care of them, you will, but it won't be out of guilt. I'm telling you, that's how you honor your parents. Don't resent your parents. That makes sense? And as the Bible say, don't resent them. He said, love your parents. Your, your, your days will be long. You will have a good life. If you speak up, but don't resent them. Yes. Shiny Octopus on YouTube says, I'm in a relationship with a woman who has a son and the son needs a father. Bad. Suggestions? Yeah, get out of the way. Get out of the way and tell that woman and let that son see his father. Men and women, don't marry men and women who already have children. Isn't that like a dumb idea? Anybody ever done that here? Almost. You've done it? Oh, amazing. You almost, who said almost? Oh, Oh, your boyfriend had a child already? Oh, good. I'm glad you didn't marry her. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so you are married to a woman with children, or you've been married before? Been married to a woman who already had a daughter. Yeah. I'm sorry? I was married to a woman who already had a daughter. What made you marry a woman that already had kids? 
or had a child? Satan. Satan. <laughs> oh, no, kids need their father and their mother. And if someone else married their father or mother, that person stand in the way of that love that comes directly from the parents. Do not get in the way of your children's whatever parents they may have left. It's hard enough losing one or the other parent. They don't need somebody else coming in the way of that. All right? That makes sense? Okay, James. Are you still with her? No. Oh, good. Oh, you're done. Okay. So let me tell you this real fast. I know we run out of time here. Laura, uh, no, not Laura. Uh, oh, yeah. You guys know who Laura Luma is, right? She's a journalist. Is that right? She's 20-something years old, I think. And she tripped out. I don't know if she's acting or did she really trip out because she was banned on social media? She was totally banned, right, James? Is that right? Yes. Yeah, totally banned. And so she was on uh, another show. What's that guy's name? Alex Jones. Alex Jones show. And they were talking about the fact that she was banned. And she was like crying and yelling. Won't somebody help me? My life is screwed up now. My life is over. My life is over. She was yelling and screaming and crying. And I told Donald Trump, why don't Donald Trump do something about this? I told him to do something. Why doesn't he help? This is awful. She was having a fit. Anybody see that? Oh, you got nobody saw but me. Oh, let me. What did you think about that? Right here, then there. This young man. Then I'll close out with this. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. We gotta keep him undercover. He the police. Yeah. Everything. Right. I'll, I'll come to you with the mic in a minute. What did you think about that? Her reaction to that? Exactly what she said. She's banned from everything she digitally. She can't even Uber. So I mean, how is it that a millennial? What make, does a millennial do if they can't take an Uber? I don't know. And people make the argument that you go to prison for ten years and you still get out, but this you're banned from internet forever now. So you feel sorry for? Um, a little bit. I mean, yeah, because yeah, just it's not right. It's really bad if she can't take Uber. Uh, millennials don't buy cars. They don't own cars. They don't own homes. They don't own anything. Uh, they're just trained that way because everything's so available. What do you think about her? So she's banned from Uber and yeah, all like that, she right? Can't, I basically, I have, I'm going to go immediately watch the video. Um, but, yeah, I mean, she can't receive any money. Every single source of her income to for what she's doing, there's no way for her to get paid. Can't take an Uber. Can't but do. Isn't I mean, she that Jewish? is kind of. I mean, yeah. I thought the Jews had money. I think she got money. Probably. She got I mean, to have money. Still... You can't be a Jew person if you don't have no money. <laughs> I have never seen a poor Jew. <laughs> have anybody ever seen a poor Jew? Yes. Yeah. You have. <laughs> what poor Jew you see? <laughs> oh. <laughs> And so what do you think? Did you see the interview? I didn't, but oh, I am aware. And what I know do you think work. about her acting that way about it? Oh, I th- I, well, I mean, she's probably just, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's not a good look, um, but she's probably just, ex- I mean, it's, I understand it, just losing it, you know, right. when you just are being targeted and it's so extreme. Were you surprised that she was a Jew with no money? 
I don't want to. I ain't say. never heard of a poor Jew. Jesus. Um, no, Jew. I'm very wealthy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why He's she's on this like, hit list. <laughs> he was a, a God's son, so don't think Jesus was poor. <laughs> when Jesus said, "The Son of Man have nowhere." Lay his head, he was just playing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she's so bad to get this treatment, though. Because I've seen she, her Do you know video. what she said? The re- and the reason Uber banned her? Well, they don't they just say everybody's like a Nazi, racist, hate speech? So, do you so, remember I mean, what basic. she said? No. I, I know that she was saying, like, Louis Farrakhan got banned off the Twitter. Or he wasn't banned, and he was saying really aggressive things and then she was just speaking out against it and she so, was banned so apparently she said about the uber people okay uh when we had the 9-11 attack right james 9-11 okay. some type of terror attack it wasn't 9-11 oh it wasn't 9-11 we had some sort of terror attack and she was trying to get somewhere okay. and she was late getting there and apparently i heard i didn't hear her say this but uber my producer told me she September said the reason she was late because she couldn't find an uber without a muslim driving it all okay. the Uber have Muslim driving. I mean, okay, but uh, should she be banned? I mean, no, no, yeah. you know. Uh, so you just felt bad for. Yeah, I want to watch it. Okay. I don't love her personality. Like I watch a lot of YouTubers, but it I doesn't. I mean, well, I she sounds like a go getter. She sounds like a no, fighter. No, she does some good stuff. Like, yeah. And yeah, I don't think she should be banned at all. I think it's yeah. ridiculous. Did you see? Did you see her? I, I did not see this interview. Did you hear about what happened? I did hear about it. Well, she really freaked out. I don't know if she's acting or was she really freaking. What do you think? What do you think about the fact she freaked out on it? I wanted to ask you. What do you think? Okay, I'll come back to it. Sure. Wait, 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 wait. You don't want to answer right now? No, not right now. All right, I'll tell you what I think later then. All right. What did you... Yeah, so you had your hand? Just addressing that, the Uber situation with all the Ualakba people. You know, it's true. Even if you order... You know, Grubhub, some food on your phone. It's always a refugee. You never get like a a young college kid. You know, working oh. those jobs and you living in the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I and, don't never see those people coming to my house. And uh, also the the but, you know. But let me do this because I want to. I got to end. So I want to make another point about this. My point that I want to make about this, if she's real about feeling worried and scared and she thinks that her life is over, I want to tell you this is why it's so important to seek first the kingdom of God in his right way and all things will be added. But if you seek the world first, because they will take, they'll give you and they'll take it away. As soon as you disagree with them or you do something they don't like, they will take it away from you. But if you seek God and you do something that the world don't like, you feel you, because you have perfect peace, you would know that all is well. You will not trip out and feel like my life is over. I'm not going to make it because God is with you and you know you'll be fine. And so in your fight, when you're out there protesting, whatever you're doing, don't don't put it first. In your, as this year, I think she mentioned Seek first the kingdom of God. Don't let your education, your money, your friends, nothing before seeking first the kingdom of God. Because the world things are not going to last anyway. Friendships are not going to last. Marriage are not going to last because they're coming in in the wrong way. Those are not solid foundations. Those are foundations built on sand. 
And so I guess when she's out there protesting and that's all exciting and she's having a good time, she's building her house on sand and sand will crumble after a while. But if you build it on a solid foundation, seek first the kingdom of God and love him with all your heart, along with nothing else, you'll be fine. You can overcome the world. I can't tell you how much has been taken away from me and been banned from this place or that place. And people ask me, are you afraid of being banned now? No, I'm not afraid. I, I'm not worried about it. I still be myself, but I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid to tell the truth because I might be banned, right? I am being shadow banned already, but I love what's right. And I didn't know you could really live this way. I have no fear that God won't take care of me. That when one door closes, another one will open. But if you put the world things first, you're going to lose. When your relationship ends, it's going to feel like your life is over. But if you build this foundation with God and the relationships you're in, you'll just be able to walk away from it with no problem. It wouldn't feel like you lose your soul or losing your life. Or if you lose your money, you wouldn't feel like your life is over. Because he loves you, he's with us, and he will provide. That's why he said, take no thought about tomorrow. None. No thought about what you're going to wear. Seek first the kingdom of God. I want to urge you to do that because things are going to get worse before they get better. It's a battle. It's a spiritual battle like I've never seen before. And if you wake up, return to the Father and wake up, you're going to see what's really going on and you will be able to handle it no matter what. All right. That makes sense. You got to see first, know yourself, watch yourself, do the silent prayer, speak up, but don't resent. And I don't care how much money you make, wherever you live or don't make, don't let that be, be grateful for it. You know, you're thankful that your father is taking care of you, but don't let that be number one in your life. Seeking first the kingdom of God, becoming sons and daughters of God is more important than anything else. All right. Now, I don't know if this woman is acting out because she's a, a, an activist, too. And she really knows how to get attention. So it may be just an attention getter grabber thing because I watched it and it was very interesting. But it made me realize a lot of people don't seek first the kingdom of God and they do trip out when they lose something. That thing is too important to you. That's why you're tripping out. You don't want anything on this earth to be that important that it causes you to lose your soul or trip out or worry. All right. That makes sense. And to the uh, honor... Um, anybody have a Bible? I don't see no Bibles. Ooh. Oh, read Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. I want you to hear this. This is so good. All right, and then we'll be done. This is so good, folks. It's about mothers and fathers. Ephesians uh, chapter 6, verse 1 through 3. I can tell you don't read your Bible. Yes. Yeah. One, two, three. One through three. Verse one through three. No. You messed that up for me. I, I asked the Bible, go to God and send me a subscription. And he wrote his own idea in that. I was all lost. <laughs> and, I, and I asked my, I asked James, James, can you help me with this? He was lost. You're never supposed to write your own opinion in the scriptures. (laughs) Okay. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, 
This is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Yes. And honor me, don't hate your parents. Well, they really did the best that they could do. If they could have done better, they would have done better. And so don't hate them. Go and forgive them. And this, if you resent your mothers, this is a good day to do it. When you're having turkey and sweet potato pie, and some of you like pumpkin, I don't. But <laughs> forgive your parents. When you forgive your parents, then you can return to God. God love you. He's inside. The kingdom of heaven is inside. But if you have one order of resentment toward your parents at all, if you're afraid to be around them, or if you feel guilty around them, or you can't speak up, that's the sign that you resent them. Those are some of the signs. If you're afraid of hurting their feelings, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. That's a sign that you don't love them. All right? Forgive them, and God will forgive you, and honor that. He, he loved those who love their parents. Because the parents represent him, represent the kingdom of heaven. And they're supposed to be perfect while we were growing up, but because their parents messed them up and their parents messed them up, you forgive them, then you will become perfect and your kids will be perfect. They wouldn't have the same problems. All right? So today, happy Mother's Day, and make sure you honor your mother by forgiving her today. And if she doesn't let you eat dinner, go to a soul food place somewhere. Go to McDonald's. We'll give it more important than the food anyway. All right. Any questions about that? All right. So don't let anything be more than seeking the kingdom. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. And take advantage of this day. Go and forgive your mothers and your father. But since it's Mother's Day, start with the mother first. All right. And if they don't like it, just forgive them. They cannot help it. If they had love, they would be loving you. That mothers don't have love until they repent. All right? And don't forget to that uh, we have at our men's conference, our 10th annual men's conference, June 15th of this year. And so you better hurry up, run, don't walk, and sign up because we're running out of spaces. So go to rebuildingaman.com and sign up. And for those who are not coming, like the ladies can't come, so you can help sponsor some guy, some of the young guys. You can help sponsor them, all right? Oh, the guys who can't make it, help sponsor. You can advertise to make this all happen because it's a fundraiser as well. We're going to have uh, one of the persons, one of the people who will confirm. What's his name? Owen Benjamin. Owen Benjamin. He's an uh, entertainer, right? Yeah. yeah. He's going to be really good. Bro. We're going to deal with the real issues. You will not be disappointed. Also, don't forget to donate. I really appreciate it. Do the silent prayer. And thank you all so much for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. And thank you all, too, for coming. I appreciate it, all right? All right. So, so we're going to have you out here before one today.